Tony for your support. Thank you, Pastor Robin. I've been practicing. <laughs> Look at Pastor Nathan. Thank you, Pastor Nate, for your You're vocals welcome. as well. Anywho, of course, joining me as I already mentioned their name. I am Chanice, and we have Dr. Robin Gasses. Hi guys. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Pastor Tony Gasses. Hello. And Pastor Nathan Gasses. <gasps> Are you there? Everyone is here. I didn't get an applause like that. Wow, it was a joint effort. It's all for three and three. three no, and actually three. there's four here. Four. So wow. we're all getting the applause together. All there for one and one for all. There you go. Anywho, if you're just now joining us, hopefully you have watched our sermon today. It was so good. But first, we're going to talk about last week, which we were talking. What was the title of last week? I forgot already. Conviction or Convincing. No, that no. wasn't the title. Eh, no, wrong. It was actually. <laughs> What's the title? Take your take land, your land, take your land, land and, and let it land. land. There we go. Take your land and let it land. You. There you go. It's called truth. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, take your land and let, let it, it land. land. And we were talking about the difference, or we were continuing the conversation about the differences between pioneering and settling, or yeah. settlers, but establishing, not settling. As yeah, I think it's a better life. way to say it, yes, isn't I, it? I've been enjoying that. I've actually, you, believe it or not, I've found my place in church. Oh, wow. So excited. <laughs> it's about three rows back, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> right there, right oh, to the that left. Was funny. <laughs> that was a good That, that was good. Oh, that, that was, was nice. good. Bravo. Don't give him a pill. <laughs> I won't. Uh. I won't give him a gym for that shade. Yeah. Um, but no, it was very good to hear that because it definitely put a place to, you know, my contribution and also highlighted things where maybe I haven't stepped up in or. You know, now that I can step up in it because I know mm. where I fit in. So it's well, really actually, good. Can I make a comment? I actually, uh -oh. Uh -oh. I actually heard <laughs> and saw you fit in tonight ah. when you were bringing an adjustment to one oh, of the youths. And I yeah. saw something well and truly being established. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I really adjustment. Oh. I just said I that. That's what you're doing. I didn't say jumpment. I said <laughs> adjustment. No, no. I just thought I just wanted to add a little oh. melody to the. It's late. Adjustment. Yes. Every time someone gets adjusted, I'm going to go adjustment. We need to make but that a. Maybe thing. I need to add something to what I just said because okay. I actually saw the person you child that you're bringing an adjustment to actually listen to you. So when. So maybe the key is that you did find your place. Of course, you found your place. 
you really found the anointing that went with that place because that child responded to you. Wow. Wow. You're flowing and growing. (laughs) Right. So all of our difficult children we're going to take to Shania. She's a a youth leader and it was showing. (laughs) She she is a youth leader and she's showing that anointing. She is. And people and kids are starting to respond to it. There you go. That deserves a gospel scale. Oh, wow. That's a new So speaking of the Holy Spirit (laughs) and responding to it, we were ending our previous portal with convincing and conviction and the difference between the two. So good. That's it was. So good. I mean, every week we do these things. If you're not challenged on at least one of the points, maybe you have to go back and just listen to it again. Aww. Just, you know, just... Let God you convince know. you. Holy <laughs> yes. Spirit convince you. Let the Holy you. Spirit convince you. It is gems in here that you need to receive. I'm on. You I know, don't know how you could not be challenged by oh. just one sentence of I alone. promise you, when I leave this building, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> because it's the, the Holy Spirit that's speaking, and and He wants to tell you of His ways. Correct. And this is what it, why it's so challenging, but it's so revelational. Because he's telling you his ways, yeah. the way he does things. Right. And I like the fact that he has said that he wants to convince us mm-hmm. rather than always have to convict us. Yeah. We ask ourselves this question, do we bring him to that point mm-hmm. or is he bringing us to the point mm-hmm. of conviction? I know God loves mercy but does justice, Mm -hmm. but we're the ones that love the justice and do the mercy. I think we need to look at that and see the work of the Holy Spirit in that. He loves to convince and does the convicting. Mm. Yes, for sure. I'll give you a gem first. Because it's just like so... It was a blessing to hear the gentleness of the Holy Spirit, and I know we have we also have a little group that kind of discuss uh, the portals and what it meant to them for the week. And a lot of people are saying that was just the realization of understanding the Holy Spirit's gentleness when it came out of it, because yeah. we always thinking He's trying to whip us in a shape, or we got to be whipped in a shape to get it or want to do it. And the yeah. fact He's just like not not nonchalant or passive, but in the same approach of just loving, like, it's okay. We're going to take step little by little, going back to another portal. Little by little. And I think that the fact that that he convinces means uh, we're actually walking with him, in him, Mm. uh, in his footsteps. So he's saying, better way, better way, not follow me, Mm -hmm. but Mm. let's walk together. Because yeah. I'm walking in you, and you're walking in me. Come on, come on. You hit that. I awesome. can hit it. So it kind of ties in to briefly what we were talking about um, for the Sunday service before we go to break. Um, we were going into the communication factor because obviously, yeah. in order to be convinced, there has to be some form of communication. Oh, definitely, Correct. they work together. Look, I, I'd like to just testify that um, <laughs> as the Lord led me mm-hmm. to uh, work with the Holy Spirit on this, I have seen nothing but results with my family. Mm. I, Come on, that's I, I so just true. put my hands up to Him and say, Holy Spirit, 
you convince. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You convince because you know what? We can talk to uh, the heart, but only the Holy Spirit can touch the heart. Oh. We're going to take a pause My after Jesus. that because that gem alone. I'm in a singing mood. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Nathan what were you saying then? I said we're going to take a second for that gem to land to go on break because we need to unpack that a little bit more. But we want to give the listeners a little taste yeah. before we get into it. So, listeners, we'll be right back. What is up, everybody? Today you're listening to Portal's podcast, right? You're listening with Dr. Robin Cassis, Pastor Tony Cassis, Pastor Nathan Cassis, and your co-host, Shania. And I hope you enjoy this word of God because he will talk to you. What I just said. Go back in the time. <laughs> I was like All the time. half convince singing. Or convict. I was half singing the jingle and then saying we were gonna go straight back in. So if you heard her mumble, my apologies. Uh, <laughs> anywho, I didn't hear it. I, so I'm glad you did. Apologize. To it sounded like I was whispering to myself, but you know, I'm sure this mic can pick up anything that was just yeah, coming they're out pretty of my good mouth. Mics. They are. <laughs> Anywho, Pastor, Doctor. Yes, me, yes, oh, let me, 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 me. Doctor, Doctor, is it a doctor in the house? Is uh, Dr. Robin in yes, the house? Yes, I'm in the house. <laughs> so you finished. Jesus uh, in the house too. That he is. Now, can I get an amen? Amen. Um, before we went on break, you just dropped a gem on us. So if you don't mind repeating that gem. Uh, I said we can speak to the heart. Uh-huh. But only the Holy Spirit can what? Change the heart. Or touch the heart. Or move the heart. You see, we're speaking to, but he speaks in. Mm. Oh, my Lord. So it goes from to to into. Oh. Oh. Woke me up. Oh, my gosh. Woke me up. So can you just uh, elaborate for the listeners who may not understand what you mean well, when we talk to the heart, but only the Holy Spirit can talk into the heart? Well, can you give be- us a scenario. Okay, it's like somebody can talk and somebody can talk into something because they know this subject. Mm. So the Holy Spirit knows his subject. Mm. He not only knows you, he knows your heart. Mm-hmm. You understand? I'm understanding. So therefore, when he speaks, he speaks the language of the heart. We're only learning the language oh, my of Lord. the heart. I just got floored. I couldn't even, my mouth would just open and I had no words to even into that because it's like I don't even need to elaborate. I don't need to convince them. I don't need to convince our listeners of what you just said. No, because that's enough. That's the truth. It is. He knows the language of the heart. Mm. He knows the language of the spirit. He Mm. knows the language of God. He knows the language of Jesus and he knows the language of heaven and we're just learning it. Right. Oh, my goodness. This is landing in places I don't even know. I'll give you a gem. Jesus. So what's interesting, 
that point you just said about we're just learning, you know, our hearts. So <laughs> it's like we don't have the capacity to understand. We've only just learned the language. <laughs> of our own heart, let alone yeah, but someone else's. You know, here's a revelation. We're only this far down the track learning the la- that he- that our hearts have a language. This is true. Thanks to soap, mm-hmm. <laughs> we yeah. have learned that our heart actually has the a language. The language of the heart, yeah. That is so. Yeah, and that's been a big bugbear because the thing is, I'm very straight, you know, speak like this. Uh-huh. A bugbear, it's a, I don't know what it means, but they <laughs> say it out there all the time. <laughs> it's a problem because. It's a bug that bears. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll look it up and find out what it means, but it doesn't mean anything bad. So, what I wanted to say to you this is the problem. The problem is. We haven't known that our heart has a language. Yeah. And because we haven't, what have we been doing? When our heart wants to acknowledge something, when it wants to bring something to our attention, we're often rebuking it. Oh, <laughs> my, my gosh. I bind you in Jesus. No. Oh, very no. Don't so. feel. Oh, I got feelings. Don't oh, that feel. We, you know. Don't feel. Yes. My heart's feeling. Well, you know, yeah. God made it to feel. Right. It just, you know. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm yes. saying? We really need to see this, you know, and acknowledge that our heart has a language, and it is burdened, and we need to see it. But the Holy Spirit. He knows it. Yeah. He knows the language. He sees, he hears, mm-hmm. and he touches. Amen to that. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying once before is like, stop always giving the enemy credit to reveal himself. It's the Holy Spirit that is yeah. using your heart to articulate yeah. he speaks the true to the emotions heart. of it. Yeah. God only speaks to the heart. He doesn't speak to the brain. Yeah. He brings the brain in line with the heart, yeah. which works with the spirit. Mm. I'm going to pour it out tonight, guys. I'm just listening. Catch oh. up. Yeah, Catch up. We catch I'm, I'm sitting here and abiding and listening. Right. Yeah, quiet over heart. there. All right. <laughs> See? Now look. look. Speaking to See? your heart. I'm telling you, you get quiet on this here stage when you're in portal sometimes, in it? Because that thing starts to land. You don't know what to do with it other than be quiet because you don't need to say anything else. Just receive it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of quiet on stage mm-hmm. tonight because this is really landing. So, Pastor it's Robin. It's landing hard and heavy. Um, you can take it away, whatever well, the Lord's dropping into you. It's really important because when when the Holy Spirit knows the language mm. of the Spirit, the language of heaven, mm-hmm. the language of your heart, he even knows what the devil says. Mm. Come and on. When he kno- tell me what he doesn't know. Tell yeah. me what he doesn't know. And when he... N- well and truly meets every criteria to know it. Mm. Do you know what? Then you be assured he can convince whoever he chooses to convince. Mm. Wow. Very good, very good. Even down to the point where you just said about that, like tell, you just, you know, um, made a rhetorical question, which is tell me what he doesn't know. And I think sometimes as believers, we 
tend to not articulate our heart because we assume, well, he already knows. But this is the part of the communication. I think we're always yeah. trying to tell him, do you know, Lord? Do you know Holy Spirit? Mm. He only wants us to say it for our sakes so we'll hear it. Mm. He already knows it. Mm. You're not giving him a revelation, <laughs> you see. He already knows it, listeners. Right. He already knows it. And all we need to do is realize he knows it, you know. But often we think we're telling him. But he really, Shania, in actual fact, he's getting us to tell ourselves. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Look, her finger's reaching over my mic for this gym tonight. I should just put the pad on your side tonight. Think, You're on a yeah, roll, baby. Yeah, I'm on a roll here. But <laughs> I got a, a T-shirt when I was in Australia. <laughs> uh -huh. It was called Queen of the Gems. Well, there you go. There you go. They gave me one, and I haven't <laughs> worn it yet. Too cold to wear it, but maybe that's what it is. Yes. Queen of the gems. You got some gems rolling tonight. But we're going to take a short break, and then we'll come right back. Hey, guys. Want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torknyc.org. Hope to see you there. Where we blow your You know what? Cut. Cut. Sorry. <laughs> Cut. We got to do this again. Pastor Tony. <laughs> Come on, Pastor Tony. Go ahead. Live, live your life in your... In your You gotta give the Lord some space. You know, <laughs> wow, he's I blowing see, my see. mind. That's yeah, why I'm see. out of breath. I see. I've been yeah, convinced. <laughs> You've wow. been convinced. Wow, just wow. Anywho, um, I think see, I hit a nerve somewhere. You know, because your album coming out. This is what I be saying oh, all Jesus the time. Is Our album, album. Oh, I thought it was an apple. Uh, no, <laughs> apple for what? For your album. Yes. Oh, Maybe wow. you should be called um, Pastor Tony's Apples, the album. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Uh, no, I just no, had a thanks. visual. We'll stick with <laughs> anyway, the gems. No, my father heard me sing. That's yes, thank you. You know our apple name. Is, is that what it is? My yes. father heard me sing. Yes. yes. I hope. I think it should be called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my father. It's a lot of jokes going on Heard here. me trying to sing. Oh, wow. Pastor Tony, don't let them no, be like too, that. There's too many people laughing when you I'm know? singing. My father. <laughs> I'm fully convinced there I can go. sing. There you go. The Holy Spirit convincing <laughs> me. Come on. Let, let me say the last one. Uh -oh. I wished my father heard <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, Lord Jesus. Now, listen, just because you convinced doesn't mean he convinced you. Uh, uh. 
I'm being convinced. <laughs> this can create problems. Do you hear this? Bring it, us back into topic. Yes, because oh, we can talk about the shade. heart. It's a lot of shade going yeah. on. I'm getting flashbacks. No rain, of, but all know, the shade. I'm getting flashbacks of American Idol. You know when they bring the guys in and they yes. can think they can sing and it's really horrible. And, and, and I think they're flashbacks, not oh, forwards. Wow. Jesus. What did I say? Not forward, but uh, back. Some wow. people we are pioneers. We cast them out. <laughs> Don't even go. You some know people what? Can we settlers. talk about the heart? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we Because uh, the Holy Spirit needs to convince some people's yes, hearts. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. I'm open for convincing. <laughs> <laughs> so before the break, we were to get back on tangent. Okay? Yeah. Get back on yeah. subject. Oh, it's good to be able to have fun in it the is, house of God. It is. Uh, we were talking about just the heart the Holy Spirit speaking to our heart because he knows our heart. And you wanted to elaborate a little bit more. And Pastor Tony had a scripture reference about the what you were saying. We speak to the heart and the Holy Spirit speaks in the heart. Yes. In that difference of language. Yes. Well, if you're speaking to someone and you don't know the language, gee, mm, that mm, can mm, be mm. really hard communication. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. That was a different Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. <laughs> I said if again. you're speaking to someone and you don't know the language, that's going to be hard to communicate. Oh, oh my. I got to sit back. So, you know, the Holy Spirit knows the, the language of heaven. He knows the language of the heart. He speaks into the heart, not to the heart. Uh. And you guys need to know. You're not the one to convince him. He's the convincer, not you. Yeah, because he speaks Nathanese. You know what? What does he speak? (laughs) Nathanese. Oh, Christianese. No, you know, I'm I'm giving a real vision. He speaks... He speaks the language of my heart. That's it. He knows my language of my heart, but my language of my heart is different to the language of your heart. It is. So it's Robinese for you. Yep. Oh my God. It's Shanaeanese for Shanaea. <laughs> and it's, it's Tony uh, Anthonese for you, and it's Nathanese for me. Oh, wow. And anybody Tononese. else is. Tonanese. Tonanese. Oh my. That is the truth. Uh, we think that the language of the heart is the same for everyone. No, uh, everybody's heart is different. And that's where the assumption plays. That's where the miscommunication comes And the projection. Deception. Rejection. Correction. Uh-huh. Projection to cor- to rejection. Yeah. And then correction. Oh, Jesus. Deception. Yeah, we just uh, keep it in the All ins. the actions. <laughs> the shins. The shins have got it. But you're, you're talking about that um, scripture in King Josiah. Come Correct, King, uh, King Cyrus. King Cyrus. Uh, yeah, I was reminded when Pastor was talking Oops. in the last portal uh, that the Lord put it into the spirit of Cyrus, the king of um, Persia. <laughs> Sorry, that was my <laughs> wrong error <laughs> for me. King Cyrus was the right, really right choice. <laughs> okay, you corrected yes. yourself. Keep going. Uh, yeah, he put it in the heart of Cyrus to rebuild Jerusalem and the temple, and he. And the king made a, a decree mm. um, to do so. So he's a, a Gentile king, a non-Jewish king, getting a revelation from God, mm. and um, God's using this, you know, this Gentile king um, to work His purposes. So if God can do that to someone who doesn't oh even my believe, my. how much more can He do it when the Spirit is in your heart? Mm. Come on, 
Mama, Mr. Challenge Shania, he wasn't even a believer. Oh, oh my God. Sometimes Gosh. it's easier to talk to an unbeliever that, than uh, it is uh, a believer. Uh, there's a bit of shade for you. You're starting with the shade tree. See, there's a problem with the believer because in Revelation, in the letters to the churches, it's, the, la- it's the Laodicean church where the Lord says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Yes. And only when you let him in yeah. does he converse with you. Mm. So there must be so many Christians who have the door shut to the Holy Spirit let, let me just, coming in. Let me just uh, maybe add a little bit to that. He talks about a lukewarm heart. Mm. That's what the book says. Mm. Lukewarm heart, not a lukewarm warm head. Mm. Or not a look, lukewarm foot. A lukewarm heart. Heart. And so heart means he will speak into the heart. Mm. And that's what he needs to do to convince us of a better way so that our heart will not be lukewarm anymore rather than having to convict us of this Mm, lukewarm heart. He will work to convince us. Mm -hmm. You mentioned a non-believer. Yes, come on. I want to say the Bible also says in Psalms, I think it is, that he channels. And by the way, guys, I don't have a problem with that word. No, neither do I. I'm winning that word for Jesus. Pick your channel, and Jesus. And redeeming it. But he channels a man's heart in which way he chooses. Mm. So if he's a believer, he can do it. If he's a non-believer, he can do it. We're not the one to do it. It's him to do it. In the um, in the Psalms, the Lord the Lord makes a, a note of that. He says the king's heart is like a river, and the Lord directs it yeah, or channels right. it whichever way He pleases. Yeah. So there's scripture for that. Well, that scripture alone, Pastor Tony, will hopefully bring give some peace to the listeners that have family that may not be saved or is seeking because we were kind of subpoiling about that where I remember the Lord was telling me in concerns to my family is that I had this belief that although I felt like I was the only one that really truly followed him it's like as if I'm set apart from them like he can reach them just as he reached me if I came from a family of non-believers so mm. how is it that he was able to save me in a pool of non-believers and then not go back and get them? So it this was is interesting. A, this is a dilemma that a lot of saints have, me personally, yeah. in that dilemma. I have, like, as far as believers in the family, mm-hmm. I'm the only one that's born again. Yeah, yeah. And I've been in the Lord now 30 plus years. Right. And so I don't know. I, I, I believe he chooses um, the Josephs, the mm-hmm. ones who go before and make a place ready for their families. It's just a matter of time. I believe God is faithful. That will eventually come to pass. If you're hanging on to God for your family to, you know, get a revelation, the key is, right, you can pray, you can fast, you can seek the Lord, but if the Holy Spirit isn't moving on them, right, nothing's going to happen. This takes away from from works. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I need to come and it's in. Not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not like validating prayerlessness or not having concern. That creates a like a, a seedbed for God to work. 
But, you know, you can try and try and try. If the Lord doesn't open their heart or their eyes, it's it's futile. So why don't we go back and, I mean, go into what you're saying and unpack it a little bit more because it sounds very religious. So let's bring something more to it. Yeah. And so why don't we look? Because it says this is the season of why. Mm -hmm. So why? Why? Okay, we don't have the answer, but we can inquire of the Lord. One of the things that I've seen as a leader, as a pastor, uh, in this role, I see people owning, yeah. owning their family. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. And if you own your family and don't let God own them, then you will limit the Holy Spirit's work Ooh. because you speak oh, to their heart, but God, by the Holy Spirit, God speaks in into their, their heart. Yes. Wow. Yes, that's why I wanted to bring about what you were just saying about the convincing. The Lord knows their heart as we have different languages in our and heart. And he's proven that yep. by saying he can speak to a non-believer as yes, well as a believer. That's what I wanted to and bring out. this is what we need to get a hold of. Yeah. When are we going to stop thinking we have the role of convincing? Oh, no. Jesus. It's actually here in um this famous scripture. I was just looking over... um. When he says, because um, one thing that I'm getting out of this is that um, the Lord won't speak to a, a stony heart. No. Mm. He'll, he'll, he'll wait till the stony heart is removed and then he'll speak to the heart of flesh. Yeah. But the heart of flesh is regenerated and is, and is motivated by his spirit. Yeah. Because yeah. he says, I will cleanse you from your impurities. I will give you a new heart and therefore put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit in you. Now here's the convincing and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Wow. There it is. Then you will live in the land that I give your ancestors. You will be my people and I will be your God. And now that now he, now the, the, it gets flipped the emphasis. I will save you from your uncleanliness. I will call for the grain and make it plentiful and it will not bring famine upon you. I will increase. So as a result of God speaking us to a, to our heart, uh, the role gets flipped and we move from works to the abiding reality that now it's his spirit within us that regenerates mm -hmm. and that generates and motivates. I'm really, really catching what you're saying about this convincing because when I'm convinced then that means my motivation changes. And that means you also get to let him show you mo your motives. Oh, you really, each man, each woman, each child needs to see what their motive is. Yeah. And that's why the convincing works with motive and method. Yeah, and I think the church, and I know that only the Holy Spirit knows the motive of the heart because we talked about, you know, requiring motives from people. But I think, I think that the problem with us as Christians is we always want to know people's motives and we always want to judge them on their methods. Yep. And we always want to change the method, but we never want to get to changing our own motives. Yeah. Oh, my you know? Very true. And so when the Lord convinces you, um, he's going to change your motivation because he says, I will move you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that means it's his motive that's going to come forward. Uh, not your and motive. it's going to be his method that comes forward. Yeah. Because that works with convincing. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is the one that convinces. 
He convinces us of better motives yeah. and a better method. And he convinces us of a better way. Yeah. And I think, Pastor, something that came up as we're going into the break, I want to challenge our listeners with this. You can't get God's motives if you live on autopilot. Mm. Because I feel like so many Christians are just living on this machine mechanism of Christianity. <gasps> Not the machine. You know, auto, Not it's, the like machine. We, it's like we switch. Not the machine. It's like we switch autopilot on, you know, in the control center and we just exist day to day. And we live on our own motivations and we live on our own, you know, generating. But he says, I will put my spirit in you. I will move you. And so when he moves me, I'm just seeing for myself as I'm listening to you. That means I have to destroy the autopilot switch mm. because when he moves me, nothing is going to be predictable. And that's the challenge because it means now I have to be vulnerable. It means now I have to work with his spirit to let him literally command and be, you know, at the helm of the ship. There is no autopilot with Jesus. It's an escape. Autopilot is an escape. Okay. 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 All right. (laughs) Because you're on a roll. Sorry. And we need to go on break. Okay. The scripture just drew it out. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. It was oozing. Take a breath. Check your motives now because ah. pr- your flesh will probably be sick. Estás escuchando Portals con la doctora Robin Cassis, donde ella recibe del cielo y te lo regala a ti. Este programa es narrado por Shania Anis y presentado por el liderazgo de Torque New York, la pastora Robin Cassis, el pastor Tony Cassis y el pastor Nathan Cassis. Sigue escuchando para que recibas mucho más. I told you, you know, these breaks. These breaks be helping us because they simmer in. Right. You guys probably get like 30 second breaks, but we get a few minutes sometimes to ourselves. <laughs> the sub portal. <laughs> we laugh. We go black. I don't know. We just do a lot during oh, the sub portal. So we go black. <laughs> yes. We yes. go back to black, black. Yeah. back, back from and black come to back. come back. Right. You never to know. Land up black. Anywho, look at Pastor Tony. Pastor Tony, you had a little glitch in the um, well, portal theme song. I what happened? The last one was nice and slow, so oh, I sped okay. it up a bit. That's you sped all. it up. Okay. It's very cognitive. That's fine. Off of autopilot as we challenge the listener. See, we, we uh, apply uh, our challenges to ourselves. I, I'd suggest you didn't put that on the app. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, we're not going to put that one on the app. I agree no, with you. No, no. Okay. On that, that one, one doesn't make the cut. No, no. that one doesn't make it the cut. It makes the cut all right <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, Pastor Nate, you left us with a challenge. Yes. To face those areas where we become a bit autopilot. Yeah, or, I, I, I believe Sorry. that the um, in the last week and a half, the Lord has really been talking to us about um, seeing people and also seeing ourselves as machines. Mm-hmm. And this, I I call it um, I'm giving it, I'm giving the spirit a new word. Mm-hmm. 
okay, um, name. It's like this MM spirit, machine mechanism spirit, mm-hmm. where we move into just being um, on this ungodly autopilot response system. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that has a lot to do with always living out of conviction and not letting the Holy Spirit convince. Mm. So it always ties us back to, um, I feel like, Look, conviction is not a bad thing, but in this season and in this depth of where we are with the Holy Spirit, he wants to take us deeper. That's what Dr. Robin's been teaching us. I don't so, think of that. Yeah, and I think that is something that we need. I think because um, conviction will always point out the sin first. Mm. And then as a result of sin, you're, there's a motivation change. But convincing doesn't point out sin first. It points out the person doing the convincing first, mm. and, I think, and then the motivation change comes. And I think that um, conviction is lack of com- a conversation. Mm. It's uh, whereas convincing requires a conversation. Come on. Mm. So it's a reaction or response, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. it definitely is. And so with that, we we want to move on from that because uh, Holy Spirit. You know, and my charge to you, uh, I charge you now to uh, see convincing as a way that the Holy Spirit wants to move with you. Sure, he will convict you. Yes, he will do all those things. But if you allow him to convince you, Mm. you will be convinced once and for all Mm. when he finishes the work Mm. that he starts. Mm. Wow. So we're going to go into a new subject. Which I think is also tied along with this subject. Oh, of course. That's why we've chosen yeah. to pull it yeah. together yeah. about the importance of communication. Yes. And so we called it Say What You Mean and Mean What You Say. Say what you mean to say. Say what you mean to say. And here's, well, I was singing. Yeah. here's the important <laughs> thing. That doesn't give you a license to say what you want. That's true. But if you allow the one that we've just spoken about, the convincer, you'll have the right motive in what you say and you will say it with the right method. Mm. So maybe we need to change the title to say what he means to say. Mm, That's good, potentially. Sure. Because it's really about his words coming out from his motivation, because that's that's true pay. Mm. Fay is when we say what we want to say. Yeah, but we need to take responsibility. Okay. So true. we have to work with this. This mm. is a walk, his walk, but we have to walk it yeah. Yeah. with him. His journey. So I believe he wants to convince us that we can say mm. what, what we, we mean, mean and mean oh, on, what Dr. we Robin. say. You just took it to another level. Yeah, because, I mean, how many of us are tired of hearing that, you know, someone say, oh, you know, the, you meant to say, or uh, we always oh, have to I clean it up. That. I didn't mean to say I that. That's not that. what I meant I to say. I didn't mean to say that. You know, but it is what you actually meant to say because it wasn't, you know, cultivated or convinced by the Holy Spirit as of yet. So there's grace. But it's just, it's great to hear that we can speak from an honest motive. Mm. And we that sure will can. drown out the, the questioning of motive from each other or even God, you know, saying why he wants to say things. 
um, or why he wants to convince us of things, you know. So it's really encouraging to hear that. I think we have to come to this one with a positive yeah. insight. We have to look at this positively. Yeah. I don't like the word positive because it's been bandied, um, it's been mucked around with <laughs> so much, you know. I don't know what banding means, but it's mm-hmm. been used so much, mm-hmm. so much to... Uh, justify things and uh, to hype people up. But I think there is a place for being positive. In this one where um, if you, uh, you know, I brought up tonight uh, at church here, I brought up tonight that uh, we cut too much conversation short, you know, using the media. um, uh, You know, I said to the church for me personally, don't send me like when I'm sending (laughs) you uh, a cry out for help, don't send me the word like because it doesn't fit with what I'm saying. Example. If you want to send me something and I'm saying I need prayer for my family, Mm. please just say I heard. I'm listening. Don't cut the conversation short. I want you to say what you really mean in your heart to me. Mm. And I want your heart to speak what you really mean. Mm. That knocks out all this business of thinking we can say what we like. Cut it short. I, I said tonight in the message, can you imagine Jesus hitting the like button and saying, wow, He's going to be resurrected, <laughs> like. Oh my God! Oops. Mary just said, "Like it, like it." <laughs> no, she did not. She was told to go and tell, and she cut none of that conversation short because if she had, she would have missed a very important person, Peter. Yeah. Think mm. about that church. Peter was be being recommissioned. Mm. He was being recommissioned. That was the first step to his recommissioning. And if she hadn't said what God said by the Spirit to the disciples, she never would have relayed that full message. Mm. So your communication has a, a greater purpose than just a one dimension of you talking your communication has god has things in communication that he accomplishes in yes. people's hearts talking about speaking into their hearts that can only come through communication i can just imagine the disciples you know jesus dies on the cross then you know he's taken down in the tomb for three days then he goes down ascended into hell come up <laughs> ascends to the father presents his blood as an offering on the mercy seat comes down sends the holy spirit and all they do is like like wow. the button Wow. Oh, what's that silly little sign? Or the emoji. Oh, look, emoji. Wow. Oh, it's definitely involved with Jesus, isn't it? And we see that sometimes. Put a cross there if you're going to put anything. Yeah, we see that sometimes where people will reach out on Facebook or these social media platforms and they'll post their whole heart, talk about language of the heart. They'll be like, you know, I'm dying, I'm going through it, I can't, you know, carry on, blah, blah, blah. Like, And they'll just begin to pour out and they will get a response of like mm. or love heart. Right. But, but I think that actually mean. is like a cop out. 
Yeah. Because it just it's a way of relieving our guilt. Yes. And saying, oh, okay, yeah, well, I've done something. I've responded to that. But have you really, you know, maybe the Lord wants you to spend time in his presence, finding out how you can empathize and not just sympathize with someone. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Because empathy requires action. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. And not so the words. like is a real bugbear. I mean, we have this thing just for our listeners that might not be aware. We have this thing that um, the Lord inspired me to create a private Facebook group and network called when you're a member of our church called the talk New York prayer network. And uh, anyone can post on it and everyone's a part of it. And so the whole idea of that was so that we could carry one another's burdens of prayer, yeah. but um, never was it my intention and or, or do I believe the Holy spirit's intention for it to become just someone shares a burden and then the people just say like, yeah, and no response. So I have been convicted by the Holy Spirit, and I say convicted, but and now fully convinced um, that the Lord um, Need, has moved me adjustment. to. If I am going to like, because I want them to know that I've seen it, mm-hmm. that's, um, that's I will so comment and say, you know, standing with you, sister, standing with you, brother, believing in faith, mm-hmm. and then I actually challenge our listeners and myself because I do it. I won't like it and commit to it unless I know that I'm going to pray about it. Yeah. yeah. So really I'll literally is. even, doesn't matter where I'm at, like, you know, I could be at home, I could be at work, I could be at the gym, I could be on the train and, you know, and I'll say, okay, Lord, even if it's just make mention, Lord, you see this person's need. I'm agreeing with my brother and my sister in faith that you're the answer and you're going to provide, you know, yeah. a breakthrough. And then if the Lord brings me back to it in other prayer time, but I, I just believe that's so needed because it helps us to take responsibility in communication. Yeah. Why don't we ask um, Pastor Tony to give a, us a bit of scripture that will challenge our thinking? Oh, no. Well, um, the whole social media topic is pretty pretty broad. Um, you, can, you can post a, an emoji or a, a like um, on someone's you know, prayer request and that could be, like Nate said, a way out of taking up the burden for your brother or your sister. Worse than that is when you do say, like, I'm with you or I'm praying for you, and then you get off the yeah. the network and you totally forget about it or do nothing about it. That That's lying, in fact. So I've made it a habit to not to say to anyone that I'm praying for you unless I'm actually... Praying for them. And so I got convicted about this many years ago because I think just as a cliche, brethren say to each other, yeah, I'm praying for you. Well, it becomes a cliche. Do you know the world says that? Yeah. And so, um, you know, Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your, and your no, no. Yeah, mm. there it is. And, um, you know, don't say I'm praying unless you're praying because you're giving your brother or sister a false impression and so they're, they're believing there's this covering of prayer that they're getting from, you know, um, their support and it's not actually there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite serious actually because um, prayer actually just is a, is a gateway for God's grace. And if the prayer isn't going up, people can go through a lot more difficult um, circumstances than God intended, you know. I think also prayer, as we've learnt, uh, prayer is not doing something, it's being in touch with someone. That's so it. you're in the company of someone. Do you understand? So you can't say, I'm praying for you, 
Whose company are you in? Where are you when you're praying? The world knows and says constantly, I'm praying for you. Who are they praying to? What Mm. are they praying to? We don't pray to the same thing as the world prays to. That's right. This is our language. I know know in America they use the term a lot, especially through through the White House, um, our thoughts and prayers are, are with, with you. you. And I think the thoughts and prayers is just, again, another cliche that, you know, we're wishing you well. There's no actual engaging of the Holy Spirit. And, and I think what I said was it would be better to say what they actually mean. I'm wishing you well. Mm. It's wrong communication. It really is. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That that would be the better thing to do, to say I'm wishing you well. I want better for you. Just And that's what I meant when I say about saying what you mean, meaning now that uh, we need to um, really say what's going on, not negatively, mm-hmm. but if we really want to bear one another's burdens, we have to change our, our thinking and we, we need to change our conversation. We need to stop cutting it and going into the, the image of the world and yeah. succumbing to all this. And, and uh, look, God's given us the opportunity on the, the social media, on media. We need to take advantage of it. And the, it is not a sin to say, I'm praying for you mm. and mean that. Because you are actually praying. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so. going to con- convict a lot of people. And yeah. they need convincing for better. Uh, yeah. I don't want to convict them. I want to convince them. Yes. Hopefully. Holy Spirit convicts. There you go. Guys, we're going to just take a short break and come right back. Torque New York presents... The official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorqueTV.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV. Equip, inspire, mature. It's not where, but why? Why? Why we blow your mind? Why? Well, I can give you Gonna many reasons. Gonna do it all the time. Why this podcast can blow your mind? Tell but, me. Oh well, <laughs> we don't have the time. <laughs> okay. Um, I get the message. <laughs> we, we need to communicate. But <laughs> we need to communicate. Before we went on break, we were talking about how the 
communication lines get a little blurred and a little, I would like to say lukewarm because we are not engaging in the full conversation with one another, let alone hearing the Holy Spirit in full conversation. And I remember this when, you know, this term of full conversation is coming out. Um, Pastor Nate has brought this out before when it comes to like resolving things between one another is to have a full conversation about it so that way you don't give enemy room to yeah. you know come in quick with an accusatory thought yeah like what and, i wanted to <clears throat> bring out about that is the enemy um works within um, empty space and so you know um when we don't have conversation and when we don't communicate the way that God has created us to, and we leave that empty space there, um, we give room for the enemy to come in. Now the enemy doesn't communicate. Um, he accuses. Right. So his communication is always accusation. Yeah. Yes. You know? And so he can't um, speak to us without accusing someone, God or something. Yeah. So, um, when I said tonight to our church, uh, true communication keeps the enemy at bay, meaning that if you're communicating with a person or with the Holy Spirit the way that you're created to communicate, mm-hmm. you will keep accusation away at bay. Oh, come on, that's because, good. Because um, there's a flow. So communication is involved with, you know, the prefix with. It's about being with something. It's about um, it's a togetherness. Mm-hmm. And I really see the nature of God in that because um, he does nothing independent from the Holy Spirit. He does nothing independent from Jesus, the Father. They're in constant communication. They're always on the same page. Mm-hmm. So full conversation is having all of that space that you allow the enemy to plague you in because of your own projection on what that person is already going to say. Yeah. So let's talk about that. A lot of the time we don't move into full conversation because we predict what the other person is going to say. Mm. Oh, but also, also let me just come in because we in. need to come in on another flow mm. and it's, we don't know how to communicate. Yes. And so we, if we don't know how to communicate with people or with, the Lord, yeah. then we need to get healed mm. because we've been given the ability within us to communicate with our Father. Yeah, We have been given that ability. And if that's been damaged through sin, through abuse, um, shut down, yeah. all sorts of things, then I would suggest that we get healed. Yeah. Because we are cutting short something that is so precious. And you know why it's so precious? Because that's the way God works, through him speaking. So I thank the Lord with all my heart that he doesn't cut short what he says. Yes. And I think the key here is, I mean, where does communication start? It doesn't start where we think it does. It does not start with speaking. Mm -hmm. It starts with listening. Yes. True communication comes from being silent and listening. And hearing. And hearing. Proverbs says, a fool speaketh much. Yeah, but a wise man. But a wise man is quick to listen. Quick to listen. And so um, 
I mean, in the counseling world, they teach you this. True communication starts with being a good listener, not a good talker. Because it's in the listening that you get the empty space filled. And all of those things that the enemy wants to throw as accusation get done away with. Because as the person talks or as God talks, he begins to bring out things that you were probably harboring or things that you were probably assuming. And it's like when someone says something and you were thinking of that person and then they just say what you were thinking that you, because you listen and you weren't quick. Mercy. That's communication as well. <laughs> <laughs> Me getting freedom mm -hmm. because you're not quick to judge or you're not quick to talk. Yeah. You can hear the full story. And pastor always teaches us that God won't trust us with the full story yep, yep. until we can hear his full story and be ready to listen and be trusted with that, you know? So we're to listen. True that's communication good. starts really and with listening, yes. not with speaking. And mm. do you know that uh, the one we should be listening to is the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Because as we said in the first part of the portals, he's the one that will convince. Yeah. And he convinces us by listening. Yeah. By listening. And so true communication comes as a result of what Proverbs says. Yeah. Be a, a good listener yep. and then you'll be wise. And you're also, also um, listening, if you are a, like um, what you just said, then the Lord said to me, um, if we listen first before we speak, well, yeah. then we'll <laughs> shut down. We'll shut up the accuser. Mm -hmm. And we'll say very little because we'll know what to say that will be effective when we say it. Yeah. Mm. So so listening actually silences the accuser. Mm -hmm. Mm. Where we think that we actually have to speak to silence the accuser. Oh my gosh, that just landed. But listening. Well, hit it. Listening is what brings us to the place of silencing the enemy because we hear true communication, which is the voice of the Holy Spirit, right. and that is louder. So I would challenge us, and even I'm challenging myself, rather than be quick to speak to, um, you know, come against Satan, be quick to listen to what God's saying so that you can hear true communication flow. Let me say, the key you're saying is to listen, okay? When we were talking about media and how we respond, yeah. we don't listen. Yeah. We don't listen. We don't hear the cry. Do you understand I what do. I'm saying? And when you hear that, when you listen, your conversation can be truly, rightfully yeah. cut in half the waffle that you were going yeah. to say. And what you say then will be straight to the heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. And to go into the methods as well, we were talking about the motive and methods earlier. I feel like social media has died that communication method. It's Meaning it. we, yeah. we, we talk through text now. We talk through Facebook. We talk through all these other sources. It robs of, us of tone. Yes, right. Tone and is so important. So important. Wow. Here we go. And it just. It's it, so important. The enemy turns that tone around in those text yeah. messages really quickly yeah. because and we rob each other from having the full. The same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you put it. You know, it. the enemy will always be behind the tone of it. And then it just. But. 
it got what it, I'm getting to is just robbing us of the personal yeah. let, let me give you an example. Like. Like. <laughs> like. Right. You didn't like oh, this enough. Or like. you just like yeah, it. Yeah, you can like, oh, in, like. as a... Um, get as, it? You can like as an offensive thing. Yes. 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 Why do you, you like, like that post? Yeah, like, you know, why <laughs> yeah, do you like I want to know you know? why. Why and did you, you put like the word like? As I a, don't like it. Why should you like yeah. it? You can like it as a derogatory thing. You can like as, you know, a good thing. Right. But I think what you said is so important. That robs us of tone. Tone is so important because it's the motivation mm -hmm. of what we're saying yeah. that produces the tone of why we say it. Mm -hmm. So tone is involved in motivation, That's you know. Right. So I can say hello with a tone, or I can say hello, right, and it means a different yeah. thing. Yeah. So yes. it's, it's and, good. and this comes back to the conviction and the convincing. Yeah. I believe that in the listening, that's where we'll be convinced, mm -hmm. and that's where the motive, yeah, gets convinced exactly. And that's where we hear the cry of the of the tone of the person. You need to hear. So listening is involved in hearing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hear what the Lord is saying. Hear what the and listen, Pastor Holy just, Spirit Pastor just got to gold. Listen for the motive. Yeah. Don't listen to the method. Yes. Yes. The method will always throw you off because the method is not the person. Yeah. The motive is the person because the motive we just spent a whole portal talks on engaging the heart and the language of the heart. Yes. But if you get thrown off, if you're listening and all you do is listen to methods and then you judge a person or you you bring an assumption of what someone is going through based on a method. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. come on, we've and, all and done I, this. I think we need to come back to add something to that and say if we do it that way, then all we get is sympathy. Oh, we just see. become, oh, I'm feeling for you. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Yeah. I'm feeling <laughs> for you. Like it. Wow. I'm feeling for you. Why don't you empathize and yeah. walk alongside that person by coming into prayer? And I think this was one of Jesus' biggest complaints with his disciples. They never truly listened to what he was saying. They were so quick to speak. They were so quick to presume. They were so quick to assist in their own assumptions and their own projections of what they thought that they could never be fully convinced by the Holy Spirit because they weren't listeners, mm. you know? And it was only, I believe, that moment when they finally got it that they became listeners rather than speakers. Right. Oh, they would have had an iPad in their pocket, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, yeah, in their, in their a, a carry bag uh, to, to make it easier. It, yeah. it really took time for, for the, the Lord to really get it through to them that this is not about what you see, it's about what you hear. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, Hit I... That. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to... Sorry. Sorry, I didn't, you know, my tone was, my motivation was to oh, hit it. Oh, I know you. your motivation. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I said we listen, and the key is who do we listen to? Mm -hmm. Because um, if you're listening to the ground, you'll always hear accusation. Yeah. But if you listen to the Lord Jesus and his spirit, he will always reveal the true... And I'm not, he's not going to reveal someone's motive. This is the key. <clears throat> he's not going to reveal someone's motive for you to use that against them. Mm. Oh, definitely not. He's going to reveal the motive to you so that you can be a part of their healing. 
If oh, you're wow. listening for motive to use it as a correction My or, you know, God. direction tool, or that's not judgment. the love of God. So a judgment, you see, so you hear something, something goes on yeah. uh, on the Oh, now network. I know why that person's doing that. So yeah, yeah. network, and, and you immediately would turn around and say, well, gee, they, they're reaping Sum them up. what. Now let me finish. They're reaping what they sowed. Yeah. Mm. i done it. I'm guilty. i done it many Instead times. Instead of saying something like that, I challenge you to pray that they sow better seed ah. next time. It's a BYOB, bring your own bucket moment. I am done. Yeah, it's, it's, this is a really good um, awakening. We talked about Awake My Soul song today. Um, but it's a good awakening because the social media has doubt down our discernment uh, i know it was an incident prior that happened to you guys and it totally went over our heads and as far as the urgency of it yeah mm. because all we saw was like oh they're fine you know versus wait a minute you know are they fine you know what i'm mm. saying so i think the social media kind of dulls down the discernment of what the Holy Spirit is trying to highlight, like you said, by just liking to remove the guilt, say, I acknowledged it, I'm yeah. here for it, but not realizing the real discernment of, wait, this person is in need or this person yeah, actually Yeah, the real cry help. of the person's yeah, heart's yeah. coming forward. And it's not words, it's the cry of the heart that you need to listen to. You know that when I came first to this country, the Lord let me hmm. hear the cry of the city. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And and it's all tied up with the cry, the yeah. cry of the heart. Yeah. You know, God speaks to the heart and let him speak through the heart. And I think, Shania, as we go into the break, I think something that's so important because um, there's a season that's become um, pronounced upon the church prophetically of speaking. I'm going to get mm -hmm. myself a you gem know? for that. Wow, oh, you gave yourself yeah. cricket. Lord no, because <laughs> no, he does want to speak through the heart. Sure does. Just spent a whole 45 minutes talking about how important it is. Okay. But I think that something is so important is um, we said prophetically that this is the season of, you know, moving from fay to pay. Yes. And so for the last nine years, there's been an emphasis on the seeing and, you know, and um, that's been a powerful move of God. But now there's an emphasis on the speaking. But I think it's very important for us as prophetic people to understand that whenever God puts an emphasis on speaking, there will always be more emphasis on listening first yeah. before we speak. The prophetic is more about listening than yeah. it is about speaking. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking is the result of listening. Yeah. Amen to that. You can hit that again. Okay. Hitting that again. And we hope that you're listening to this segment because you're going to really need Let's to listen. Let's ask Tony God. And <laughs> He's listening. He's listening. I'm listening. Right, right. He's activated. Um, not that there weren't many gems dropped. We really wanted you guys to hear yeah. what was being said. So we are not robbing Pastor Robin or anyone on the panel oh, from no. gems. They got to land. They got to land, okay? So mm -hmm. we didn't want, you know. Anywho, you get the message. So... We'll Let's be right back. Break. <laughs> 大家好,您现在正在收听的是广播节目 Portals Portals是由Robin Cassis博士从天堂接受的讯息分享给您 节目由Shania Anin所主持 由纽约的Torque教会主任牧师Robin Cassis博士 
以及助理牧师 Tony Cassis、Nathan Cassis 所共同呈现。别忘了每个礼拜二准时收听我们的 Quartos。This is the sound of my deliverance. We're gonna do it all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the Portal Podcast. I think the angels in heaven rejoice every time we do these jingles. You know, I think they rejoice when we do this program. I、they、seriously do. I think Jesus is like, guys, there's a new episode out. <laughs> Let's all sit down and Abraham, watch it. Come and listen. listen to it. Let's get、they're、the all, chips they're out. They're all on a, a couch in、oh. heaven. Yeah. You know, tuning in, tuning. And the Holy in. Spirit's like, "See, I gave them that one. <laughs> that yeah. was a good one. <laughs> hey,、yeah. That was mine. Yes, that was taking mine. all the credit."、Aww. And then Elijah's like, "Yeah, see,、ahead. they mentioned my name again. There I am." <laughs> so, all that joking aside,、it's、our imaginations are really great on that. Well, I have no problem if that's what's going on. I believe it. It doesn't really matter. I know they rejoice. I believe all of heaven waits for Monday nights when we release Portal. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about true communication Ooh, and how, with true communication, it means being a listener first. But Pastor Robin said something in our sub portal that we had to share because.、Um, We talked about how oh, that's true communication right there, very candid. We talked about how when we don't listen, we always move into accusation,、mm. and、um, that's what the enemy is. He's the accuser of the brethren. He doesn't communicate; he accuses. Every word he speaks is an accusation. And so,、um, one thing that the we were just subpoling on Shania was、uh, in this season we've been told to ask the why. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Pastor Robin just flipped it and took it to the next level, and she, she said, go, "I've forgotten." She <laughs> said,、oh, "No, I haven't." Go ahead.、Um, well, what I'm going to say, and then she, I know she's going to take to the next level. Who do you ask why of? I believe that the Lord is telling us you inquire of Him the why. That's right. But you don't ask people why. But we、mm. do because if you ask people why, that will lead you to accusation. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not. And and when you ask the Lord why, He is not going to tell you the flesh of、mm. why. He's going to tell you the spirit why.、Mm. So if you think He's going to speak to your mind, will, and emotions, you're wrong.、Uh, He wants to speak to your spirit. Darn it! <laughs> my my experience in that one. My experience in in this one has been there's been times when the Lord won't tell me why. Yeah. Just trust me. Yeah. Because don't you try would, and even discern why they're doing what they're doing. And、whatever. but also sometimes because we want it to land on our mind, will, and emotions. Yeah. And、soul. use it. We want an understanding. Yeah. Our soul. So we can put it on our scoreboard. <laughs> so for those who don't quite understand, you know,、mm-hmm. a lot of the. Talk we when we talking about the mind, will, and emotions. You know we've learned that concept、soul. through、yeah. soap.、Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't seem very clear, that's coming from a soap course that Pastor Robin has taught in the past, and we'll continue to teach. Well, let, let me let me just explain. It's not even just from soap. We most of the Church of Jesus Christ know that your soul consists of your mind and will and emotions. Yes.、Yeah. Okay. And a lot of the time we work from that place. And so、uh, we put、uh, our spirit last, and of course we're spirit, soul, and body. 
We're not body, soul, and spirit. And so the Lord's readjusting. That's all. He's mm-hmm. readjusting. Mm-hmm. And we need to actually come from a, bi- a much deeper place than our soul in this yeah. one. Right. We need to have our soul affected by our spirit. Then we'll be able to come from our spirit, our soul. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you said yeah, something, just to quickly just to add this because this is powerful. You said you won't... Um, you don't get to ask why, but you get to hear why. Yes, you get to hear why. Whew. Let that land. Right. I just wanted to slow this part down because you guys were dropping very important gems. Yeah. That we need to need, listen. Yeah, it needs to land for the listeners. Oh, so we're going to break this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for it. By saying we started with when you're asking an individual the why, meaning why are you doing this and why are you doing that? Or why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that? You need to actually inquire of the Lord mm-hmm. the why. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, which is turning the conversation into, Lord, this person is doing this, you know, or this person is doing that. Can you clarify what you mean? Like when we're going to the Lord to ask why, what are we asking why of? Are we asking why of the other person's doing? Or what are we asking the Lord why to well, clarify that? Well, if, if uh, this is, could be one area, the why can be involved in why are you showing me? There you go. Good. Well, I'm showing you because I don't want you to say, I want you to pray. There you go. I like that. So true. Pastor's coming in. Yeah. Um, we, we were going to start to flow into what we were um, sharing tonight at the service. Is and you brought great scriptures to, to help us to understand the importance of communication. So this is where we're going to um, um, direct it now. So um, tonight at uh, Talk New York evening service and morning service, um, even the, uh, the, uh, the telecast of the word to our Sydney church were all on the same subject, and that was communication. And we covered, um, you know, the lack of communication that some of us suffer from. And we also covered the area of, you know, getting overburdened with information. There's, mm. there's, uh, there are people who tell us too much and there's people who tell us too little. Mm-hmm. And so as believers, it's, it's a responsibility on us to make sure that you know, when, when people are telling us uh, uh, an account of an experience they've had or, or information we need to know, as Nathan said earlier, are we good listeners? Yeah. Mm. Communication starts with listening. And so I've, I've been sharing with the churches that I've suffered a lot with not being a person of, you know, the detail or not listening attentively to mm. what people are saying and that ends up getting a person into trouble because whoever you're communicating you know the this information to because there's holes in it they're not getting the whole story and that leaves a lot to the darkness because they're not in the light with what you've held back but also it opens a big door for assumption as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so um, we went to the scriptures, and, and I, I was led by the Lord to go to Genesis 3, where Adam and Eve uh, are in the garden, and the serpent turns up, and he deliberately target, 
he he deliberately targets Eve, and mm. I believe there was a reason for that. It's not that she was weaker because that didn't come mm. until the fall. Eve was not present when God gave the commandment not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So Adam must have communicated to his wife what God had said. So she was still in him. Yes. So she got it secondhand. God said it to Adam, but Adam communicated it to his wife. Mm. And so somewhere in that circle of communication, it was either Adam in the way he presented it or Eve in the way she understood it. Mm. When the devil made the sweeping statement, he said, has God said that you may not eat of every tree in the garden? Oh, what a lie. Mm. So, you know, he's setting her up. He's, he's made a sweeping statement in the hope, in the intent that he can see some holes in her response. Mm. When he says, you're not supposed to eat of every tree in the garden, right? So in, in his thinking, he's going to find out whether she's got it right or not. And her response is, we're able to eat of every tree in the garden, but the, the tree that's in the midst of the garden, we're not allowed to eat, nor are we allowed to touch it. So she's added to what God said by making the statement, I'm not allowed to touch it either. When she said that, Satan basically knew she was an open target. Mm -hmm. What it meant was she was unsure of what God had said. Wow. She misquoted right? him. Uh. Yeah. She added to the word. Yeah. Now, that could have been, I believe it could have been the way Adam communicated it or the way she perceived it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 can see that. I can really see that. I can mm. see that. And, and how many times, I mean, Pastor, you and I, we've been married a long time. But there's been so many times where oh, yes. I, <laughs> I've said something, but because I haven't communicated everything, that tone, the the message is a little bit. It can be discerned either way, and yeah. it leaves up a lot for guesswork, and that gets you in trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I, I want to just add to what you just said, and I think that as prophetic people, tone is very very important. Come on, say that. Very important, you know. You know, um, if you, it's like, you know, when you're prophesying and you repeat something that God never repeated, you know, and you're just saying it over again, and God says this, and then again, He said that same thing again to you. And it's like, hang on, He only said it once, but because I presented it twice, the that statement, the thinking, the, the hearing, the yeah. understanding comes out. Oh wow! God had to repeat that twice Ooh, to me. He had to repeat it details. twice, and it's usually a, the pro, the prophesying person's inadequacies. They've got nothing else to say, but because they want to make it look like they're, they're filling things, in, they're filling in the gaps. So, so, can I say something? As a prophet, I'm going to tell you now: they're filling in. What they give is enough from God. It's enough. There's nothing needed to fill in. You see, right. we have to understand how important it is to communicate properly. We don't fill in, we don't take away from, and mm. we don't add to. Yeah. But we do listen and fulfill mm. what God wants to say. 
We need to do that, not fill in, not add, but fulfill by being his vessels. Amen to that. So, Pastor, seriously, it's important. And so we, we hit the media situation tonight quite a bit. Because I believe uh, this is the way the enemy wants to uh, condition us. Now, I'm not a conspiracy uh, freak, but there is some truth in what's being said out there, a lot of truth. And one thing is the media wants to make you in its image. Mm-hmm. And so there's Too much. Yeah, too much of what we, yeah. we uh, receive as information or even as a mindset comes from media. Yeah. And so, you know, we're not totally, like you said, conspiracy theorists, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of the media manipulation is changing the way people think. It's true. And we've got it's to get very, back to the word. True. We've got to get back to the word. And so I brought up uh, about how Eve either misinterpreted what uh, Adam had said and – and then the enemy was able to completely lie. He said, you will not surely die. A complete lie. You will be like God, knowing mm. the difference between good and evil. And then he accuses God. He says, God doesn't want you to know the difference between good and evil, right? Because you will be like God. In other words, God was holding back from Adam and Eve something that they needed, which yeah. was a lie. Mm-hmm. It's a lie. I admitted something. And, so, and then we're told Adam... Took a, partook of the fruit as well because he was with Eve. Now, there's a whole sermon on that one. Mm. While he was just standing around doing nothing, I think that's probably the curse of the modern-day church, the men folk are standing around doing nothing. So, oh bit gosh. of shade coming there. Yeah, like, no, no, convincing. <laughs> yes. Another area that we We'll leave that we with the Holy talk, Spirit, men. We want to talk about um, information and the importance of, you know, communicating correctly. When when the Lord was resurrected from the dead, in uh, Mark's Gospel, 16th chapter, the angel told Mary Magdalene, go and tell his brethren that he's going to meet them in Galilee, right? But he didn't just say brethren. He said, go tell his brethren and Peter. And so Mary Magdalene faithfully ran back to the 12 and she told the 12 what the angel said, but she also gave that special mention to the apostle Peter. And, you know, no other gospel picks this up and there's a reason for it. Peter had denied the Lord three times and he was going through, you know, that guilt scenario. Will I be restored to chief apostle, right? Will I be restored to the 12? Has the Lord written me off? You know, when you know you've offended somebody and you're not sure how they're going to respond when you come into their presence the, the next time, yeah. you sort of standoffish. Peter was feeling that. Mm-hmm. So when the Lord, through the angels, said, make sure you met, you, you mentioned Peter. When he reinstated He, he was starting that. You know, reinstatement and recovery process. If he had not mentioned Peter personally, Peter could have spiraled down into so many things, depression, disappointment, disillusionment, and ultimately death. Wow. I mean, this is is what happened to um, Judas. 
Yeah. I know his repentance was incorrect, but he spiraled down in hours and committed suicide. So in saying that, by Jesus mentioning just Peter's name, um, Peter was already on the road to recovery. If Mary Magdalene didn't put that part in, Here's the key. history could have been different. You know, we... If we, we went about it in cutting short the conversation, the communication, right? If we went about it and if, if that had happened, guess what would have happened? It would have been, well, it's all forgiven. What if she just mentioned that and said, wow. uh, you know, uh, the spirit has said it's all forgiven. The, the weight of what had happened needed to be emphasised. Yeah. And so this is what we, we, we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, when we brought everything up, conversation is so very important. And so we're going to end this tonight and uh, we're going to have a jingle, aren't we, Pastor Nathan? That's a right. big jingle on this because we've got the process. I've got one here for you. Wonderful. And I want to let you know right now and give you a charge. And you're made in the image of God, mm -hmm. not in any machine. Mm. Now, I challenge you tonight, if you feel like a machine, then don't let the machine make you in its image. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. Guys, we're going to take a short break because we have to come back for the prophetic friends, gotta of course. Do it, Jesus. And we got to come back good. for the jingle. So hold tight and we'll be right. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We're going to blow your mind. Here comes the process. It's going to be all the time. <laughs> Maybe a little bit softer yeah. with my tone. We go. <laughs> Convince which one will you choose? Let him speak to or let him speak into. He's the only one who knows your very heart. He'll speak into your world and convince you of his love. Speak what you mean and mean what you say. Cause godly communication keeps the enemy at bay. So be quick to listen and slower to have your say. Listen for the why and let the motive lead the way. Cause living based on methods will always keep you in the faith. I think you need to read that out, don't you? Of course. I always have to. You have to. Oh, of course you do. Convict or convince, which one will you choose? Let him speak to or let him speak into. He's the only one who knows your very heart. He'll speak into your world and convince you of his love. Speak what you mean and mean what you say because godly communication keeps the enemy at bay. So be quick to listen and slower to have your say. Listen for the why and let the motive lead the way. Because living based on methods keeps you in the faith. Oh, wow. wow. I think that's amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you very much. That's my gift and anointing activated. <laughs> amazing, amazing. You've given them the process. It was an amazing thing. I listened. 
You listen. I had a little sleep and listened. Listen. And no. So the song like here in my heart. Okay, it's in your heart. Okay. <laughs> so I charge you to charge. hear what the Lord says to mm. you when someone is sending a message via the media. I quit. I'm getting out. <laughs> and listen rather than speak. So instead of saying like, listen. Let it be another word starting with L. And next time mm. you will have another word called love. Mm, not the L-O-V-E, love. Speaking of hearing what God says, we have to speak to our prophetic friends. Whoa, our friends. Come on, Pastor Tony, kick us off with the friend. We're going where? Where we're heading? Prophetic friends. I'm going to make a jingle for it. Go for it. Uh, I feel the Lord, the Holy Spirit led me to Greece. <gasps> and a, what used to be a Christian stronghold, Thessalonica. Wow, Thessalonica. Jesus is king. I believe there's um, some people there who understand English, speak it very well. They're, they're Greeks, but they've returned to Greece from another nation. Mm. I'm thinking America or Canada or Australia, one of those you know, strongholds of, of, of Greek um, communities. And the Lord would say to you that you will not be affected by economy or by mm, virus. Come on. come on with this word. Mm. Uh, I, I am honouring faith and, you know, you found this new faith in amongst yourselves as believers. You've been ostracised from the religious church and the Lord says, I will protect you, I will bless you. And even as I said in the letters in Revelation, um, those who were your enemies will come and declare that you are from me, that you are of God. And so hang on, saints in Thessalonica. Wow. It's All right. very, very good. So where are we heading I, next, guys? I, uh, go ahead. Uh, no, ladies first. Oh. Go ahead. Um, I heard Uruguay, or that's how you say it? Uruguay, yeah. Yeah, Uruguay. Wow. I know, it was so weird. Um, But it's the Holy Spirit, so it's not weird. Um, But I just felt like um, this is... The Lord saying this is a place where you may have felt it's undermined or not quote unquote on the map. Mm. But I am bringing up more believers in Uruguay to make a stand for my name, make a stand for themselves in their faith and not be ostracized. Um, it'll be a short time before Uruguay will be known also with more believers and a more rising for Christians. Wow. wow. Very good. Wow. Very good. So, Pastor. Yeah, I have a word for, again, a demographic of people, not a nation. I just have the word for um, the creatives that the Lord is putting on my heart. And he's just saying to the creatives, um, there's a season that the enemy has been using your creativity against you. And um, in the mind, in the will and the emotions. And he's been able to give you future scenarios of things that will never come to pass. And you've believed lies. And so the Lord is saying just to those people that are called to the arts industry the media industry and the entertainment industry. I'm bringing an end to the fay that you've spoken because of um, wrongly played out scenarios in the head. And so the Lord says, um, 
Refine your gift and refine with the with the refiner's fire the ability to only use creativity when I sanction it, says the Lord. Stop allowing the enemy to use your creative abilities and, and gifts and juices against you because um, I want to give you greater, but the Lord says this is a hindrance and it's stopping you from being all that I've called you to be. So this is a season where you will recognize when this is being um, done in your life and in your mind and you'll, you'll know that this is from me and you'll know that I'm exposing the enemy in this way, says the Lord. Wow, wow. Now, I have a word, but I, I want to just check exactly. You were mentioning, uh, Pastor, about uh, in, in the teaching about a country. Uh, I know it's Far East, and uh, I don't know if it... Can you give me the name of that place, please? Because uh, Christian... Uh, Non-believers are going to be coming by the thousands. Yeah, Iran. That's Iran. the one. Iran. My oh well, sticking its ugly head out from the from the cave, eh? The spirit. So yeah, yeah the spirit that wants to uh, dominate Iran. Now I have a word for the work of the spirit that is taking place in Iran. There's been a lot of work by the spirit. And man uh. to bring about conversions, but the spirit is uh, switching. That's what I get from the Lord. He is switching his way. He is switching his way. It will no longer be by conviction, but by convincing, mm. says the Lord. So I will convince them of my great love that will last forever. Because everything else passes away, the Lord says, but my love will never pass away. Come on, Lord. So the Lord says, for those that are speaking my word to them, Come back to me and I will give you a more convincing way. Iran is going to triple its conversions by speaking the love of Jesus Christ and activating the power of the Holy Spirit by miracle after miracle. There will never be again a denying that Jesus Christ is Lord, says your Father and your King. Wow. Amen. Awesome way to finish. Awesome way to finish. Well, guys, hopefully uh, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, will start a convincing in your hearts um, to do better, to want better. That's it. To want, want better. Um, and give yourself grace because there's conversation ahead, guys. There's conversation to look forward to. But until the next time, you've been listening to Portals. And you're going out with that process again. Let's hear okay. it. Here we go. And we're going to leave with this process. Here we go. In five, four, three, two, one. Convince or convict. Which one will you choose? Let him speak to or let him speak into. He's the only one who knows your very heart. He'll speak into your world and convince you of his love. Speak what you mean and mean what you say.
say, cause godly communication keeps the enemy at bay. So be quick to listen and slower to have your say. Listen for the why and let the motive lead the way. Cause living based on methods keeps you in the faith. So don't like, 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 but listen, listen, listen. Don't like, 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 but listen, listen, listen. Don't like, 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 but listen, listen, listen. listen.